0: Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code radio20 at bloomberglive.com slash greenfestival.
1: This week on Parts Per Billion.
2: Oh, look at all the turtles.
1: We (laughs) get in a kayak and go on the water with Amina Syed. Talk about why aquifers are drying up, even in a place like Florida. Hello, and welcome once again to Parts for a Billion, the biweekly environmental policy podcast from Bloomberg BNA. I'm your host, David Schultz. We all know that there are serious water shortage problems out in the West in states like Nevada, California, Arizona. But believe it or not, a lack of water is also becoming a problem in Florida, a state that gets more than four feet of rain a year. How is this possible? How can one of the wettest states in the country be running out of groundwater? Bloomberg DNA's Amina Sayed recently took a trip down to the Ichetokne River just outside of Gainesville to find out for herself. She and several other journalists went on a guided kayak tour, the first time she'd ever been on a kayak. Amina says she realized early on why it's important to follow the leader.
2: I thought I was following the instructions going along, you know, and then suddenly I think I, I got overexcited and I, I took a turn. And before I knew it, I was heading for a log where an alligator was sunbathing. I was like, oh, oh no, no, no. Crap. No, 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 no.
1: So what was Amina looking for on the Itchitakni? For one, she wanted to see all the environmental consequences of depleted aquifers. It starts with a shortage of drinking water, but the ramifications go way beyond that.
2: The drinking water is the main issue, but if you have lowered streams, that makes the body of water shallow, which allows the sun to beat down and that allows the algae to bloom, of course, at the same time there's nitrogen and phosphorus coming from all these act- agricultural activities, so that's causing algae blooms and as you know, there's some types of algae that can be harmful, so that's one aspect. The other thing is you could see sinkholes you know where land suddenly subsides and disappears, and they're big holes and Whole houses have sort of disappeared. There's another problem of saltwater intrusion. So, when the, there's no groundwater holding up, the saltwater is sort of intruding into the wells.
1: So, what's driving all this? Why is groundwater in this state and a lot of other states disappearing?
2: Overdevelopment, agriculture, and population increase, which leads to overdevelopment. There's so many people, there's a finite groundwater aquifer the Floridian aquifer, that is providing all this water, and everybody's digging wells into it.
1: So is this a problem just a function of population? You know, is it just that as the population of Florida and in, in these other states increases, groundwater will be depleted, or is is there another factor? Is there something else that is, is also driving the depletion of, of groundwater, aside from just an increasing population?
2: In Florida, specifically, it is agriculture, and it is development, so... All those things are pulling out the water because, as you know, manufacturing industries, all of them require water. Every single industry that you can imagine requires water. Then we have climate change happening that is causing changes in rainfall patterns and all of that. And if you go across the country to Nevada and all, that's where you're seeing inadequate snow melt. And so that water is not coming down, it's not melting, it's not getting into the streams, it's not going into the groundwater aquifers, it's not replenishing it. And so you see that problem where there's less water than you anticipated.
1: So there are clearly a number of factors here, but ultimately more people equals less groundwater to go around. What's the solution? We'll get to that in a minute, but first a quick break to tell you about Bloomberg BNA's Daily Environment Report it is a source of comprehensive coverage of the day's top environmental news and it features reporting from Amina myself and all the other reporters you regularly hear on Parts Per Billion start a free trial of daily environment report by visiting bna.com/dailypodcast that's bna.com/daily-podcast So we're talking with Bloomberg BNA water reporter Amina Syed about groundwater, or the lack thereof. It's not an easy problem to tackle because it's primarily driven by population. But there are some things you can do, mainly water conservation programs and incentives for using less water. Amna says whatever policymakers do, it has to be targeted to their own communities.
2: What they're saying is you can't have one-size-fits-all. You have to tailor the solutions to the region. The hydrology is different for each region, right? You can't can't say the solution that you have for, say, Florida is going to work in Nevada, in the West. So you you need to, in addition to conservation measures, which, you know, you should have incentives, for example for farmers or other users. For example, in Las Vegas, they did the cash for grass, where they said, we're going to pay homeowners not to plant grass.
1: And Amina says if the problem gets bad enough, it may force policymakers to reconsider the interstate water-sharing agreements that were struck, in some cases, almost a century ago. That's especially the case in the Southwest, where the deal that divided up the waters of the Colorado River is now looking less and less sustainable.
2: That was said back in the 1920s, and it was said in a year when the peak flows were high and the river was at its highest, and groundwater was plentiful at that time. And now you have a changing climate, you have drought conditions, you know, the population has increase significantly. So you need to now reconsider that formula and see how you can tailor it to the the changing conditions.
1: Regardless of what tactics policymakers choose to deploy, environmentalists are saying that groundwater depletion has to be solved at the local level. From agriculture and overdevelopment in Florida to climate change-driven drought in Nevada, there are too many disparate causes of this problem for a solution to come from Washington, D.C.
2: The sense that I kept getting is, this will have to come from the states themselves. You do not want the federal government involved. Although you have experts and and they are involved, the Bureau of Reclamation is involved, so it is happening. It's just not happening the way we uh, tend to envision it f- from the Washington perspective. Oh, Congress will do something. EPA will do something. Interior Department will do something and then it will filter down. This is a ground up uh, sort of movement.
1: Bloomberg BNA water reporter Amina Syed. To read more for reporting, visit our website at bna.com. Parts Per Billion was produced by myself with help from Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. The music tracks for Parts for Billion were composed by Jazar. They were used under a Creative Commons Attribution Share-alike license. More information can be found at BetterWithMusic.com.
0: Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com.